Hey guys, Andy here. Welcome to episode 23 of the Android Andy UK podcast. It is the 1st of August and uh, weather outside, it's not too bad. A bit cloudy, a bit of blue sky. I'll be out in it later doing a bit of cycling. So what's been going on in the last month or so, well, month or more in fact, since I last did a podcast? Um, I think one of the most interesting things was the another Pixel 4 leak. I don't know if you saw this. I did tweet it. If you're not following me on Twitter, do look me up on AndyCR15. Um, or at AndyCR15, I should say, I suppose, for Twitter. But they basically, uh, Google tweeted out about their front sensor array, I suppose, and everything that's in it, because there's a lot of sensors. So the bad news is there is a bezel. Um, I mean, it's a reasonable size bezel, but the good news is it's basically full of things. It's not just a bezel for the sake of a bezel. So I'm going to have a, have a quick look through. There's a face unlock IR camera. In fact, there's two of them. Um, and talk is it will work sort of lights off and phone in any orientation it'll it'll work you out uh, there's a front facing camera obviously there's a proximity sensor of course there's the actual audio port the speaker um, but there's a solely radar chip now if you don't know what this is there's quite a few videos on YouTube it's something they announced I don't know like four years ago and I think the idea really was interactions within smart devices and wearables like watches um, where it can it can effectively tell it's a, it is a mini radar system, like I used I understand like I used in planes and ships and whatever else, um, and it can tell where your fingers are and if you're moving them. So you hold your hand in front of your wristwatch and you kind of do a, a twiddly movement like you're winding the your the band on or like winding your watch up or whatever, and that's how you can roll through notifications without touching your watch. Um, this is the first time we've seen it and it's come it's coming to they have you know they've made it known now it's coming to the pixel 4 and i won't lie it's something that makes me think actually yeah i would want to give the pixel 4 a try this is sort of this is brand new technology that we won't have seen in any of the devices yet uh it could be very interesting i don't know i don't know how important it is controlling your phone without touching the actual screen most times it won't make much difference but I can imagine, like, quite often I'm laying in bed, I'm listening to podcasts, and then they start giving an advert, and I want to just skip through the advert. And if I can just wave my hand over the phone a couple of times, that's probably quite a quick way of doing it. Um, so, yeah, really quite interested to see how that one works out. What else have they got? I think the other bits in the in the front are just, so there's a face unlock dot projector. So I guess that's what helps it work without the lights. It's literally going to, I don't know, project dots onto your face, I suppose, to help find the contours. Um, and also a face unlock flood illuminator. So again, with the lights off, I guess this is, is going to illuminate your face at least slightly for it to be able to, uh, to read the face. So I don't know. I think that's quite interesting. They have obviously lost the wide angle front facing camera, which is probably a bit of a shame, actually. I, was, I mean, that was one of the things that I liked about the Pixel 3. Um, but then I do like a selfie. I'm not going to lie. And I haven't been able to do like wide angle ones or ultra wide angle lens ones. It was, was quite interesting. But, uh, yeah, just, it's, it's, it's a different tactic Google are using, just dripping out bits of information. I suppose the Pixel 3a, what I'm hearing is, it's been quite a big success. They, it's really increased their sales numbers. Um, numbers not, obviously not the actual sterling amount, well, or dollar amount, I suppose, because it's quite a cheap device. But if they're shifting a lot more pixels, um, because of the cheaper 3a, possibly they're just trying to keep the sort of hype going with dripping this bit of information out about Pixel 4. I'm all for it. At the same time, I don't know, I was going to say at the same time, I, I like a sort of uh, surprise at an event, but then it's so hard to get the surprise at an event because everything has leaked beforehand. So I'd rather Google are leaking it and give us, giving us accurate information. 
So yeah, it could be very interesting. Also on the hardware front, I tried the Redmi K20 Pro. If you're a subscriber to my YouTube channel, which I presume you probably are because you're listening to this, um, then you've probably seen all about it. But it's kind of, in some ways, the Pocophone F2. So the F1 last year was one of the most talked about devices of the year. Just the amount of raw power that Xiaomi had squashed into a device that was kind of 300 pounds was really quite impressive. And this, people are kind of saying this is the follow-up to it because they've done the same sort of thing. I paid 410 for mine, but already it's dropped down to about 388. So there's 20 odd quid out of my pocket without bleeding doing anything. Um, and it's, it's top-end specs. It's kind of a OnePlus 7 Pro um, copy. So it's full screen. It's got the pop-up front-facing camera. It's got the uh, three cameras on the backside. Um, and it is actually, it's a very nice device. I think, I don't know, Xiaomi, they're getting closer and closer to what I could use as a daily. So far, I've never used a Xiaomi device as a, a daily device, mainly because of the software, but MIUI is definitely getting better. If they can just, if, oh, if they just get a switch to turn off the ultra-aggressive RAM management that they do, I'd probably, I'd probably be able to jump on board then. Um, but it's still, I still don't trust getting my notifications and things because I think it kills stuff in the background that stops the notifications coming through. Um, but it is, it's a very nice device. It looks very nice. It's got a sort of a unique flame, well, the one I've got flame red, but with kind of faded black spine, um, on the back. And it, it's just a very nice device, a very nice screen, a half decent camera. It's really slick and smooth. MIUI is actually quite pretty now and quite useful. It's got some really, it's got actually got some quite good features in it, MIUI. Um, so yeah, definitely if you haven't seen the video of it, I do recommend going and have a look for, for a 400 pound, well, like I say now, I bought mine from Wanda Mobile and they've come down to 388. Um, you, you're going to struggle to find a more powerful device for that price. Let's put it that way. So yeah, the Redmi K20 Pro, check that out. Um, I also did a video review on my Tax Bushido, which is a smart trainer. Uh, and a lot of you might have no interest at all in cycling and getting fit. Um, but I thought it was some interesting tech. It's the only device I could find that was self-powered. So as you're pedaling, you're powering everything through you pedaling and turning the, the, well, not motor, but the, I guess it's a generator in some ways. Um, and then it transmits information to you, or it communicates, I should say, with your laptop or your phone and, works in uh, unison with a software called Zwift which you do have to pay for but for me I think it's worth it and you can basically sock around all these sort of virtual worlds with other people and as you go up and down hills it changes the resistance of the back wheel to simulate that so you find yourself dropping up and down the gears to match that Um, and on Zwift you can enter into races and group rides if you're in a race I mean I'm a competitive person so when when I'm being put up against other people, that's what I'm going to pedal the hardest I'm going to. And I, and I generally do have a harder workout when I use the smart trainer, the Tax Bushido, than if I just go out cycling around uh, on the roads near me. But, I mean, yeah, well, to be honest, if it sounds interesting, have a look at the video. Hopefully uh, you will uh, you will enjoy that and find that interesting. I don't really have much else on the tech front. Um, I do have some incoming, so I've got the Xiaomi Mi A3 on its way to me. That should be quite interesting. That was I think it was about 200, roughly about 200 pounds. Um, I did the Mi A2 Lite last year and it's a pretty impressive device for the price that you pay. So the Mi A3 is a bit more expensive. Um, but well, we'll see. That's, that's on its way. So keep your eyes peeled for that on my YouTube channel. Um, yeah, not much else hardware wise to talk about. So I'm going to move on to TV and movie. Well, it's TV really this week that I was going to, uh, talk about Stranger Things season three. So. If you have Netflix, you've probably watched this. Um, it is one of their most popular shows that they have. 
And I think it's for me, it came back on form. I wasn't a big fan of season two. I'm not going to give spoilers. Don't worry if you've not seen it and planning to. But I just thought season three was kind of back on form. It was good storyline, good character script, etc., etc. And just, I mean, everyone loves the sort of settings of the eighties. It's, uh, I mean, I don't remember much of the eighties, but still, it's just, it's just a great, it's a great show, uh, I, I believe. Uh, so season three back on form i started watching brooklyn 99 so a lot of people have commented how great it was it's a comedy it's like you know one of the 20 minute type what well, 21 minute type comedy shows i'm watching that on netflix as well um it's just a comedy about these police detectives in in brooklyn as you might guess the 99th is it division whatever they're called squad whatever um it's not i wouldn't it's not amazing i wouldn't put it above like some of the best comedies that i think there are such as Cheers, um, maybe even Big Bang Theory, but I know a lot of people would shout me down over that one. Perhaps um, the Office US version, Friends. You know, it's not up there with those, which I think some people think it is. So you know, you've got to give it the credit if that's you know some people do rate it that highly. And it is funny. There's no doubt it's funny. It's good, easy watching. I'm enjoying it. I do look forward to putting a new episode on. I do worry that the the humour's all a bit samey, and I guess that you could say that for a lot of shows, especially something like The Big Bang Theory. Um, but at the same time, generally it works. So, yeah, just if you've not seen it, check it out, because maybe you'll be one of these people who thinks it's the best comedy ever. Um, I'm also into the second season, or nearing the end of the second season, of The Handmaid's Tale. This is an odd show. It's quite slow. It's very dark. Um, it's basically set in a world where people have overthrown the American government and they're sort of real um, religious types and they're taking some parts of the Bible literally, I, I mean I don't know the Bible if I'm honest, but they talk about how the handmaidens so basically uh, a lot of the world is infertile and can't have children but there are some women left that can and they're made, made into these handmaidens they are then to bear children for the sort of wealthy elite families that are left in the world, the, the the country that was called America, um, but they're basically kept like slaves, treated very badly. They've got, it's just, well, yeah, and it is just quite a dark show. There's a lot of nasty things going on, and, um, and it is a bit slow as well. But at the same time, I'm enjoying it. It's rated quite highly on IMDb, which is why I thought I'd give it a watch. And yeah, I mean, I don't, I, I guess I would recommend it. And I think you would probably realise in the first few episodes if it's something for you or not. Um, have a look at some of the trailers perhaps and you can make your own your own decisions um more recently though i've been watching on amazon prime and i find there's there's not a lot people say that amazon prime now has the quality whilst netflix has the quantity i don't know i can argue with that because prime does have some good shows or a few good shows like the man in the high castle um the grand tour i guess you could throw in there and the boys definitely is a very good show so it's a superhero based uh show but it tries to be, I don't know if realistic is the word, but I guess basically what it, it tries to put across is that just because someone's a superhero doesn't mean they're going to be a nice person. And a lot of the superheroes in this show are just dicks, basically, doing doing dick things. But they all work for this big corporation that kind of manages their PR and still makes them out to be heroes and to the whole world they are heroes, but then the things they do behind the scenes perhaps um, don't quite match up to that. But this big corporation covers that all up. Um and it's, I mean, it can be a little bit gory at times. I warn you now, there are, there's a few gory things, but it's a really good show. The, well, I suppose there's two lead characters. One of the lead characters is played by Carl Urban, 
who I remember from, I think it was Almost Human, but I think he also plays one of the characters in Star, the recent Star Trek movies. I forget, I don't know, I don't really, I'm not a Trekkie, so I'm not sure who it is he plays. Um, and he's, I think he's from New Zealand, and he's trying to be Cockney, and it's one of the worst Cockney accents. I mean, it's almost, you wonder, are they doing it for comedic effect, doesn't it? It's so bad. The things he says are right, you know, the, the, the words and the terms he uses are correct, but a lot of the time there's still a bit of a New Zealand accent to it. And it's just, it's a bit like when you go down the pub with one of your mates and you're both a bit drunk and you start, you know, you meet somebody who's from Australia and you start trying to do Australian accents. You probably sound horrific to that Australian. You think you're funny as hell and think you're nailing it, but, and that's a bit like his accent. It's, it's so bad. It, it really put me off, but at the same time, it's such a good show that I did keep going and, and watched on my way through. It's only eight episodes. It's the first season. I think it, I believe it's been renewed for a second season already. Um, so definitely if you have Amazon Prime, do check that out. That's about it for me for this, well, this show. Um, if you do have any other TV or movie recommendations, please come along to my forum, andrelani.uk, click on the forum link at the top, and there is a whole forum for sort of TV and, and movie, and just drop some recommendations in there, because I'm always, I do watch quite a lot of TV. Well, I don't know that I do, but I think I'm quite, um, I, I manage what I watch. I don't just sit down and turn the TV on, like I think a lot of people perhaps do. I've got certain shows that I watch too, so when I'm sitting down with something to eat, one of my shows goes on. Um, so I only watch maybe three shows a day, but that does mean you can, you can, you know, you can burn through, well not even three always I suppose, but you can burn through quite a lot of TV. So yeah, if you've got any shows to recommend, come and let me know on the forum. Obviously make sure you subscribe to my YouTube channel, um, but that's about it for me. So I will speak to you all again soon. My name's Andy. Talk to you later. Thank <laughs> you.